welcome to Talks with a Lady by Lady, where Sundays aren't just for lovers, but are for me and you. Hi guys, and welcome to Talks with a Lady. I go by the name Lady, and today I'm joined by a very good friend of mine, Lehu. Say hi to the people. Hi to the people. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Oh, well, you should have said that. <laughs> um, yeah, my name is Lebo, full name, Relebo Khile. Mm-hmm. Stage name, Rachel Lance. We need to advertise all the brands. Y- you have to. But yeah, no, absolute pleasure to be here, man. Mm-hmm. So I do a quick introduction of how I met you. Okay. So it was my first first year. I always say that. I had two first years. Mm. So this was my second first year. <laughs> <laughs> I moved schools, don't ask. So I met Lebo, no, actually, I met uh, Tato first. Yes. Because I can't make friends. So Tato became my friend. Mm-hmm. And Tato is very out there. out there. So she made friends with your friends. Yeah. Right? Yams, yeah. all of them. Yep. Then we became one. But I still wasn't talking to you. No. I still wasn't talking to no. you. I'm very shy. I still wasn't talking to you. And I don't know when I started talking to you. But I remember we just started talking. And then the last day we went to McDonald's. And I made fun of you because you eat slow. Like you oh, eat very yeah. slow. You were the last person to finish eating. And we went to the park. And we started discussing writing and poetry and all the stuff. That was, the, yeah. and then yeah, I took your number. Snap, that was, that was what, <laughs> June, last day of the of the mm-hmm. first semester. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that was crazy. Yeah, so that was the first time I think we ever like spoke spoke. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I think from day one, I just started off talking to people, and then randomly met Yams, met mm-hmm. Neo, and then we just sort of again. chilled together. <laughs> Neo's the one who had the dreads. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the 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 one who had the Branson apartment probably still does. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. yeah, after meeting them. Suddenly, and there was started. that married girl, and she was ha- like in and What's out. Her name? Um, Ceci. Ceci, yes, she was in and out. And then I met Chloe, and then Chloe and her stubbornness and all <laughs> of that. Very stubborn. Yo, but then yeah, 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 yeah. What was your first impression of me? That I'm quiet. Yeah, you were very quiet. I thought Everybody you says, couldn't not, say a single I, word. I'm not quiet. <laughs> I'm just not used to. You. <laughs> I'm no, just she, not used to. You. She was so quiet. I'm so quiet. Oh my god. I actually thought like you, you genuinely didn't even like me. Because yeah, I can speak to everyone in the circle and then Lady wouldn't even say anything, bruh. Best I I'm get is sorry. a hi. I'm so, yeah. But it was awesome. I can't be rude. I have to say hi. And then eventually, yeah, that day. Do we do we smoke? I On don't the day. Know. We I did. think so. Yeah, we did. If Yams was there. Yeah. At the part, yeah, because yeah, yeah. If Yams was there, you definitely. And it kind of made things easier. Then I played music on my laptop. Yeah, you were playing. Um, Khalid, I think. Khalid, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Then sort you of... see, I remember everything. I'm very detailed. Sharp memories. <laughs> 2018. I know everything. 2018. Yeah, so that's when, how we became friends and we've been friends since. Yeah. The other people, I don't know there. Where's Bob's? I miss Bob's, actually. Ah, yeah, and then she pops up on Facebook every once I in a while. I miss her so much. Yeah, and then she's just a ghost. I even yeah. deleted Facebook, so I don't know where the heck exactly, I'm going to find her. Exactly, because I still, I see Yams. Yams is okay. Yams she is has good. a baby, so so got married. Oh, she got married, yeah. Tata, Tata's in Tata's house, also a parent, yeah, you know. Yeah, so everybody's a parent, is it? But Laddie, when are you? <laughs> Don't play <blame> me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play me. Okay, guys, so today's topic is mental health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I chose label because, I don't know, I think you're very expressive, like... You can yeah. talk about, yeah, that's why I chose you. And you and nigga. Oh, thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> that's hey. why. So, basically, my first first question, very mm-hmm. important question. How are you? How have you been this week, this month, this year? Um, The immediate word that comes to mind is busy. Mm. Oh, I've just been busy. You're very man. busy. I see you. Yeah, up, down, everywhere. <laughs> I, I don't you. have any time to chill. But in terms yeah. of uh, my uh, my emotional state, I think I'm, I'm really relaxed and mm. calm. I feel good about sort of how things are going in my life so far. There's mm-hmm. room for plenty of growth, but I'm excited about that. And then mentally, mm-hmm. mentally we all have seasons, don't we? It goes up, <laughs> it goes down. 
just part of yeah. the game. So I can't. But right now, as in today, today. on the seventh of September, yeah. I am feeling really good. Are you? Yeah, I am. I woke up very gloomy. Why is that? I don't know. I'm just like. I just woke just up I'm like oh, maybe because it's hot. I don't know. Oh, go on, Jess. This is honestly. I don't know, but I've been. <laughs> this year has been very yeah. weird. But you've done a lot of things so far. I have, but like there was a month. Was it June? Yeah. I think it was June. Every week something bad happened. <laughs> every a month week. even. No, like every week something. And yeah, it was just a horrible. It was relentless. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I can't explain that one. It must have been a tough time. Yeah, it was. But anyway. Made another day though, you know. We'll move. It's okay. Yep. You know, yeah. So basically, I'm going to state what I suffer from mentally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to state yours. So mine is severe anxiety. Right. And I think stay yours, then I'm gonna tell my story and how I discovered all of this. Um I, I don't know if it's this is even a medical term, but mm-hmm. I, I think I do have anxiety, not mm-hmm. to the point where it's crippling, mm-hmm. but I think it's genuine. Mine is crippling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's ew. Yeah, no, anxiety is not a, no, it's <laughs> not it's such ew, a anxiety thing. is not the oh, one, bro. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it's not the one. Um I think it's for me it's like seasonal depression, if yeah. I could say. So I've I've stages throughout the course of a year or a period of time mm-hmm. where it's really good and then suddenly just it's just just it's really, really bad. bad. Like mm-hmm. really, it's not the middle. It's just you yeah, go down. it just go down. Then I stay in that lull for the longest time. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I call it seasonal depression. Yeah. So mine, I think the first time I had like an anxiety attack mm-hmm. was grade six, grade six or grade seven. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not gonna specifically tell you what happened because I was still traumatized. Oh But gosh. yeah, I couldn't breathe. I felt like I was dying. And that was my, fr- like, I didn't understand what was happening, but that was the first time I ever had an attack. Throughout primary high school, nothing happened. Yeah. Like, obviously, you get anxious when you're going to see a speech, mm, something like happens, but it wasn't an attack. Uh, come 2017. Mm. <laughs> new environment, new school, new friends, you're not at home. So everything hey, sh- at once, school. It's coming at you. Yeah. yeah. But still, I don't think I was having attacks, but I was having, like, I was anxious, like, a lot, mm. but not attacks. Moved to your school in 2018. I think I had an attack every month, Job. if not weekly. Ah. <laughs> I'm telling that school traumatized me. Sure. You know the times when you like would call me and be like, "Why didn't you go?" Mm. I was probably crying. Damn. Bro. I was probably crying like I can't do it today. I just can't wake up. I can't do it today. That's it how was bad so, it, it was. So mm. bad. Like I don't. Th- My mom doesn't know how bad it was. Mm. I couldn't get up. What do you think that was? I don't know. Maybe I just didn't enjoy it. I didn't want to be there because the only thing that made it okay was you guys. But That's everything true. else, I hate it. I can't lie. And that, photography, I enjoyed that. That place, yeah. that place. <laughs> it was so horrible. Without the people, it was it's bad. It's bro. so horrible. Yeah, true. And the fact that, like, my old school, because it was private, but it was small. So yeah. in the class, I knew everyone. We were, like, 15. Then I'm not even going to mention it, but we were so many. Yeah, there was gang of us. We were so many. I'm like, no ways. No, this is still a there's, private institution. Exactly. I'm like, there's damn. a reason. The reason I chose private is because... Like, small clubs. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it gets hard to deal with, man. New people, yeah, new environments. Yeah, it freaked me out so bad. I'm also our lecturers are also <laughs> lecturers. <laughs> they disappear every six months. Bro. No lecturer came back. Bro. No lecture. You know how that maybe it was toxic for them too, because why do you not come back? It says something about the place. It says it? something. It was very horrible. <laughs> it was actually I was reading this book. What is it called? It didn't start with you. Right. Okay. So basically this book spoke about like three generations. So basically, I'm gonna put it how I understand it. So right. like if my grandmother was like very quiet introvert to herself right kind of like me mm. right so it says like whatever she suffers from is going to get transferred to my mom okay. right 
So the anxiety, whatever, it goes to my mom. So my mom gets pregnant with me. And around the time she's pregnant with me, she's like fighting with her sisters. She's uh. kicked out. Nigga, baby daddy problems. Mm. She moves in with her small sister. Like it's just a lot. And she has to start a new job after she gives birth to me. Because I don't, she was a teacher before. And then she registered to be a police officer. Mm. And they told her, oh, you can come through. But she's like, I'm pregnant. They're like, it's fine. You will wait three months. You can come train. Cool. So that happens. She gives birth to me. I even, what is the cord? What do you Umbilical? call it? Yeah, I was born with it around my neck. So I wasn't oh. supposed to survive. Like, Damn, you can man. understand how stressed yeah, you are. Already, right? <laughs> already. So I was, yeah, that happened. I'm born. So the first, I think the first year is very, you have to be with your mom. You have to breastfeed everything. Mm. I can't. My mom can't breastfeed me because she has to go in three months. So I can't get used to getting breastfed. Mm. So you can imagine now I have separation anxiety from, from mom. mom yeah. <laughs> I'm living with new people, my aunts and all this. Stuff. It's a lot happening. Oh. So I think really that's where my anxiety started. From jump. So that's, yeah. that's wild. <laughs> so I was pressed from... The- you literally, from, from day one, it was really rough. Really. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah. It was a very like intense like book to read because I remember reading it and I had to stop because I'd cry. Because it makes you also, you have to question your mom things about the, mm, the past and all these and things. All yeah. It took me a long while to finish that book. <laughs> I figured it must have done. Yeah, it took like a long time. So when you look back, where do you think like your anxiety comes from or um, depression? Like if you really, really look back. Reflecting on sort of how I grew up, mm-hmm. I think it's probably come from the fact that when I felt like I always had like an inferiority complex mm-hmm. in some in some places and not others. Mm-hmm. Um, but to give a quick background on kind of how I grew up, I grew up in like a township environment, mm-hmm. um, very, very sort of affectionate parents and, and siblings. I had two older brothers at the time before my little sister was born. Mm-hmm. And my mom and dad were cool until my dad passed away when I was four. Mm-hmm. And so after that, you know, my mom had to hold the house down. And yeah. My brothers had to sort that of find a way to leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then as it turns out, I find out, or not I find out, but like <laughs> my family finds out that I'm a bit of a prodigy. Mm-hmm. So then already I'm kind of isolated. You yeah. see, I'm like, okay, this kid is a bit different. Mm-hmm. Goes to school, does exceptionally well, mm-hmm. does public speaking at age six mm-hmm. in front of an entire school. So it's, it's all these things that happen yeah. and you're like, okay, this is great. This kid is, now you get put on a pedestal. Yep. Right, you get elevated and you, you can't do anything wrong. You, exactly. Yeah. You can't and you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So you get moved now to a school where there's much more competitive people now. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's at the levels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you're there, you also feel like maybe do I belong? Cause it's a school where people are like, you know, bougie. Yeah. Up, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know. <laughs> and you're just there feeling like there's a gap you, you can, you need yeah. to bridge, but you can't make it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it's sort of the anxiety part stem from there where I've, I, I never felt like I belonged in that place. Yeah. Like I was smart enough to be there, but like, did I really belong? Do I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, and then as I grew older, going into high school, high school was a place that really sort of molded this whole depression thing. Cause yeah, <laughs> it would get rough, bruh. It would get it rough. Would get rough yeah. Dude. Um, yeah. but I think my matric year as well was the trenches because mm. I matriculated in 2017 mm-hmm. and that was the first time I had an anxiety attack. I didn't know what that looked like. <laughs> and I had it in LO class, bruh. <laughs> Of all the places. Not LO. 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 LO is chilled. Right, not Out of you... every subject, LO is chilled. That's true. I don't know why I picked that class. Because it could have been math or mm. English. You know, or something. Or like physics yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. But no, LO. And then I remember just like head in hands going down and just right. breaking and down. And just... not feel... That heart is going crazy. Yeah. Now I'm thinking, what the hell is happening? Why yeah. am I shaking? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. And then suddenly people around me, they're like, yo, are you okay? I'm yeah. shaking. I don't know what I'm doing. And then suddenly I just end up crying. Middle of the <laughs> class, bro. Fell apart. I'm like, okay, something's wrong here. Right. And then after that, as soon as I went home, I just realized I was going through a lull, bro. So right. I had to go get um, a consultation. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, he's he's not all right. He's then, going through something. Yeah. I guess the weight of expectation is one of the things that really that really contributed to that. 
Yeah. yeah. And nice. the thing about crying, I don't, I can't cry in public. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I can fight you. Like, yeah. fight. Like, you think, while well, she's so strong, I'll fight you. Come back home, call my mom, I'll cry. Break down. I'm like, mom, this person did this, mom. Did <laughs> me dirty, mom. That time I was there, like. You are throwing F bombs. Like, you mom, you can't. But I come home, like, mom. This person came and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> she always disses me because that's how I sound. But, like, what do you think? That's so loud, bro. What do you think is the one thing that really makes you anxious till this day? Like, um, you know what that feel is going to make you anxious? Uh, loss. The fear of loss. Yeah. The thought of eventually at some point, unfortunately, the inevitability of life is such yeah. that you're going to lose people mm-hmm. and, you know, you can't control it, but it's, it's not easier happen. to accept, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. But beyond that, I think it's within myself where I fear not um, living up to, let's say, my own hype mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you build yourself up with someone with this high potential and this high ceiling and you don't make it, it's like, what have you done with your life? Yeah. 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 So that more than anything probably gives me the most anxiety. Right. People are... People are by the by, but yeah. it's just me and family and losing mm-hmm, people mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. probably makes me feel the most kind of anxious. Mine is failure. And it's one thing True. I can't change. I'm going to fail. Things are going to happen, but... Like, you, you that thing. It's like... Um, and, and the thing about anxiety is like, it hasn't happened yet, but it tells you you're going to fail. Mm, mm. No, it just, You're not, you're it, not good you, at it. You haven't even started. Yeah. And it's like, no. Yeah, no. like... Because like, I remember I saw like a TikTok and someone was explaining how anxiety works. It's like the way you can kind of like control it is like if you tell yourself it's not real. Yeah. So they said like your brain, like it uses it to protect you. It thinks because like you went out one time and something bad happened. So it's going to keep it's reminding you, have, yeah, your friends happened. don't like you. Because it wants you to stay at home and don't go outside to that world. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. So it's like the world, you don't look good. Are you sure you're going to wear that? Are you <laughs> sure? So, so I told myself it's not real. Yeah. It's not real. Like this whole year is not real. So no anxiety attack. Come June. <laughs> like, yeah, that exactly. rocked you. I was like, oh my God. I cried. Anxiety attack. I'm like, oh, my hard work. Now, all that. Oh, up. my all hard that, work. My anxiety pills were not touched until June. And even then, when they were touched, you were still going through it. I was Because you built a wall now. I was like, this is, I was like, wow, this is working. Mm. Like, it's not real. It's, nothing is real. But... Delulu is a Delulu is a But yeah, yeah, it was, it was a tough month. I'm not yeah. going to lie. So basically, when it comes to like men's mental health, you mm-hmm. know, niggas don't talk. We really don't. Why do you think that is? Because my explanation is patriarchy. It's always, you know, yeah, it's boys can't do this. You can't express, you can't cry, you can't. But like, why do you think? That's definitely one of the reasons. Mm-hmm. I think we can't, we can't ignore the fact that we're raised in, in this continent, in this country. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> where there's just so much expectation Ugh, my on Lord, the yeah. men. Mm. The man must. must. The man can't. The yeah. man should. Always. It's these obligations where it's like, well, can I at least just sort of have a moment to question things? Can I have a moment of doubts? Can I have a moment of uncertainty? And you, we don't have that. Yeah. Um. So the way the way people are brought up, the way young men and, and, and just young boys are brought up is to um, separate them from their emotions, mm-hmm. generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, very few parents encourage their kids to be like, tell me how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. It's usually like, ah, if you fall, you'll be fine. Yeah. You plan, it's fine. Move on. Get up, dust yourself off. Indoor, a child, a male child mm-hmm, mustn't do this mm-hmm, or mustn't do mm-hmm. that. So the way we, we were raised to believe things, and some people have a fear of unlearning because mm. then you face the truest version of yourself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And people are scared of that. I think the reason why men don't talk about their mental health is a fear of judgment as well. Yeah. Um, people don't want to be, men don't want to be seen as vulnerable. Mm. You know, because like, what if I'm showing my weakness? When it's not really about that, but yeah. that's besides the point. 
But I think those are some of the big factors into why men feel like they can't speak about their mental health openly, mm-hmm. their issues, their troubles. It's not even about mental health. It can be something as simple as how you feel about yeah, your partner. Yeah. They struggle. I'm fine. Oh, Boy. God. Gandhi, you love her to death. <laughs> exactly. That's so And it's mad. okay to say that. You know, it's, exactly. so, it's genuinely okay. Exactly. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Like, well, they're going to laugh. And then and what? You still got your and partner. And then when are When he's single. When are And he's single. You ain't got nobody. Ain't you no know what I'm saying? No prospects, no nothing. <laughs> Go to the club, you ask people out and they all look at exactly, you. Exactly. Stand like, your head ew. to toe and move. Ew, yeah. yeah, no, I think I think the fear of judgment by other men and, mm. and just by society in general is yeah. probably a big hindrance. Right. Also, I feel like, I don't know, I think I've spoke to you about like the kids thing and not wanting kids. Yeah, you have. <laughs> and I said, what was your, what did you say? Did you say you don't want kids either? I said, I don't know. Because really? also at the thought of a child, man, it's like, that's a human. That's a whole human. Do you think it has to do a lot with your mental state? It 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 does, mm-hmm. but also I think my emotional state as well. I don't know if I have the capacity to <laughs> unconditionally <laughs> be with like a young version of you forever. Forever, forever. It's a it's a and permanent you have to be bond. soft, exactly. and it's not their fault. And you have to be gentle, and you have to be patient. You know what I mean? I just <laughs> no. think parent, parenting. I'm trying already. to be that for myself. So when I oh, <laughs> like a, a, a second person into the mix now, exactly. it don't make sense. <laughs> I'm trying that. to be that for myself. So imagine a whole human. You know, a whole human. Yeah, yeah. And, and I understand a chat about kids. I think previously because of mm. kind of again environments where you grow up you see people and they're like advocating for kids and there's a white picket fantasies that the media keeps on selling to you mm-hmm. and you think yeah marry have yeah. child have children do the it's conventional not sh- black it's and really white not. it's really not it's not like kids require a lot yeah. and i especially don't like people that bring babies to like save them or save the relationship oh yeah or, this baby changed me no they the baby's not them. here to <laughs> the, the baby's, baby's not, not here for that the baby's not here to save you or no let that little nigga live bro right it's like projecting as well. Yeah. Because why are you asking or expecting your child to be something that you failed to be? Why can't you just do exactly. it yourself? You exactly. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate that. I care about children. I don't. I don't like that. Yeah. The ones that are already in the world. There's plenty of them that are mm-hmm. suffering, struggling. You, you can know adopt. I mean? Go yeah. adopt. See what's going on. They're already here. What about what push? Like you wanna, you wanna get it out. It's not a nice experience. It's not great. Yeah. Because I remember my mom didn't want me. I don't know why she had me. But she definitely didn't want a child. Like, my nigga, you like could have been living your best life. I'm stressful. I'm like, hey, why did you have me? My, but that's why she only had me and not mm, anybody not else. Any other. That's fair, though. It is fair, right? I, I don't know. She was ahead of her time in her thinking, though. Right? I mean, how many women right. 20 plus years ago right. didn't want Even kids? Even her siblings, like two kids, four kids. Yeah, now she's like, mm-mm. One is fine. I really didn't want her. So. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Any more is just me going crazy. Right. Mm. How do you think your mental state affects your relationship? Normal relationship, friendship, any relationship in general? Uh, sometimes it can create a, a barrier. Obviously, when I'm in good mental health, everything's cool. Everything's mm-hmm. rosy. Everyone wants to be around you. What are we doing? It's all yeah. fine. Um, when it's bad, I generally tend to want to be alone. Which, I know that. Yeah, yeah, don't want to <laughs> me bother and you me. both. Dude. We will not be on social media. We will delete Everything. everything i'll see you when i see everything you. i'll come back yeah. when i'm ready yeah and same. i think that that creates a what a tear in some relationships mm. because some people think that you're you're being i don't know yeah i think they think they're the problem and so exactly. it's really not it's really not about you i can't talk i can't be here i'm not okay yeah i just need to breathe i need to deal with things the mm. way that i know how to deal with it yeah and if i'm struggling then i'll talk to someone mm. or so i'll convert to something or you i'll express mm-hmm. myself in some way yeah um yeah generally speaking i fix relationships like that because i think people think that they're always a problem when they're not or maybe they think yeah. that they can help you or save you and i mean maybe but maybe. if i have a way of dealing with things mm-hmm. then can that be my process yeah you know 
Yeah, so some people might feel like I'm straining the relationship by being distant, whereas mm-hmm. it's really not even. But you're good at communicating because you'll say, I'm leaving. I yeah. wasn't that right. Ghosts. I'm dip. <laughs> Ghostly. I would dip. So I had to learn to be like, okay, guys, I'm not okay. I'm... Mm. But like, when you're in the moment and you're crying, I'm That's like, That's the thing. As soon as you're falling everyone, apart. Everybody hates me. Delete, I'll see you. But like, I've learned to just be like, Let's just, just give first. me a week, give me two weeks, a month. <laughs> I'll be back. Yeah, that's true. What's yeah. the longest period you've taken, just like off everything, to be alone? A month. Or a month and a week. Yeah. Now, how was that for you? It was good. I had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time. Just you and your own world. Me. And I think it was from December until Jan. So the whole of Jan. Yeah. That was productive as well. That was sure. so great. Yep. And I also, <laughs> I lost like, okay. My best friend, we're not friends yeah. anymore. So I was also dealing with that. Oh, so it kind of played into yeah, the time of yeah. the future. And the time I deleted, before I deleted, I deleted her number. And she actually called me because she thought I disappeared. Oh. So I had to like, because I was with my mom. I was like, no, I just deleted in social media. Because I haven't told my mom that I'm not friends with this person anymore. Yeah. So I just lied. But like, she kind of figured out that I'm now. This one is gone. <laughs> she actually called me. There was a day, you know, they say when you think of someone randomly, they're mm, thinking, about you. thinking about you. Too. I was in the bathroom and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yo, why is she thinking about me? <laughs> <laughs> Next day, tell me why she called me with her work for it. It's like, hi, why did you block me? I'm like, you're not blocked. You deleted, but you're not blocked. Mm. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm going to come see you. And he's going to see you. <laughs> breakups <laughs> are breakups, right? Yeah, she uses, yeah, she's like, yeah, the baby. I'm going to bring the baby because she had a baby. Ah, yes. I'm going to bring the baby to see you and moms. I'm like, my mom, I'll be happy to see the baby. Mm. You? Mm. Not so much. <sighs> yeah, no, those breaks are, those breaks are necessary. <laughs> Okay. I don't look forward to that topic on my podcast. So I'm not ready to discuss <laughs> it. It is too soon. But yeah, the next question, like, you know how your mental health can trigger, like, can be fatal sometimes? Mm-hmm. Do you think you've ever like, like thought about like I'm ending it, like I'm tired of living, I'm tired of everything? Um, seriously, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say so. I think mm-hmm. it's been a thought, yeah. and I think more often than not, it's been a, a thought that becomes a stronger one depending mm-hmm. on how the, the the period of anxiety or depression I'm going through is. Mm-hmm. But the sucky part about thinking like that is it stops being about you mm. and it starts being about other people. That's and that's, that's my next question actually, because like when you first heard about suicide, it was like. No, you're selfish. What about other people? But like, what about it's me? Not about you. I'm nice to be here. How? <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I don't like that. But like, I think I've thought of not being here. Mm. Yeah, I just don't want to. Like, I wish I could travel to another planet. And that's fair. Yeah, yeah, way, yeah. 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 because I feel like if it's like I want to end it, I want us all to go to go at the yeah. same and time. And people be like, I don't want to go, but. God can end it. That's exactly. how I want us to go together. I don't want to be lonely. Same time. So that if you if you're going somewhere, then we're going as a group, Baba. Let's all go. How? But like, I just usually I just don't want to be here mm. on Earth. I wish I could take out my body and just go somewhere. And just go and just come back when I'm ready. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, th- I think suicide is is a difficult one for me because. I, like I, I don't mind living I don't mind being alive mm-hmm. it's just that sometimes it it's good like yeah. I can't imagine not listening to Kelvin Mumbai anymore <laughs> I can't <laughs> guys you have to think of your happy things okay <laughs> things that make you want to live mine is Kelvin Mumbai mine is never reading a book by Dudu again never reading never. a book by her again yeah Oh. Because she's still going to continue and I still have to read those books. Right. Because when I'm going through my things, I reread her books because I feel like I get into her books. Like nobody, this world doesn't exist. Laddie doesn't well, exist. As soon I'm as there. you're into her books, yeah. you're like, this is So me. it's like, oh my God, if I'm not here, who's going to read? Gonna who's going to listen to Kelvin? Kelvin releases yeah. every December. No, I and can't be gone. You can't miss out Excuse on me. Events. Come on. There's no. things that you're leaning on in life. But yeah, I, yeah that's what I think about. Yeah, no, But no. I usually just don't want to be here like a lot of times. That's like, fair. That's fair. Yo. So are you going to hop in Elon's thing? He says, let's buy Mars. No, no. I don't trust you. I, I don't either. <laughs> I don't just, 
He's just got. He's, he's, he seems like a child with too much yeah. money, with too, too much, much candy, money. Mm-hmm. too many sweets. I don't know something and about that's him. That's a fact because he does. Really does. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. Yeah. Not not that. Not that. Mm. But the suicide thing is is interesting. Um, because like I said, people make it about them as mm-hmm. opposed to the person who's yeah, and it's not about you. Like, so I'm just mm. life is not good. I want to be just here. Not good. You chose to bring me here. Why can't I choose to? True, true, true. Yeah. And I think I think conversations with someone who's suicidal is also very difficult from like a friendship point of view because mm. you don't want to lose someone, but you don't yeah. want to lose someone for your sake. You exactly. know what I mean? They shouldn't want to exactly. lose themselves. You know what yeah, I mean? Because I have a friend who's like that, but I'm like I can't say you can't do it because like you've been dealing with this for yeah. like how long? You yeah. know? But also you're my friend, and I want you here. Yeah, I think the best yeah. thing is to just be like, I love you. And, yeah, you know, and hopefully that gets you through. Exactly. Because anything else is just up to them. And you can't really be judgmental with what mm-hmm. people choose to do with their own lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think people in your life are like supportive? Super. Really? I'm grateful with for everything. that. With everything. Yeah, with, with a lot of things, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've rarely ever had a detractor, except one person, mm-hmm. my, my late uncle. Mm-hmm. And that's because when I wanted to do something in media, he was like, nah, there's, there's no money in media. Like there's no, and I'm just like, bruh. You are a journalist and you First work of all, in parliament. What do they mean? Like, what because do you mean? aren't like the richest people in the media? Like, what is singing? What exactly. is acting? <laughs> what is that? What is that? Like, you think that's what just is an excuse? What, what is, is the radio? Excuse me, radio yeah. people earn. Okay. People touch earns a million a month. Yo. Clean. I was shocked. Like, I, I, I was like, wow. That's just calm money to him, bro. That and, is so crazy. And and, to and me. so that kind of made me think how when I need to just Yeah, you just saying that because you hear like other yeah. artists go broke. They not they're not spending their money well. People don't That's know. That's it. How to they were getting themselves. millions, but they're not spending it well. That's why they broke. It's and not that it doesn't have it has money. Because there's so much money in there. It, you know they, I mean? There's so much money. So despite that though, I think a lot a large part of my family are hugely supportive. Mm. But it's weird because from my side, I'm just like, I just feel like I'm I'm just doing me. Right. Like and and it's like, okay, I get it, you guys can cheer, but like I'm just doing me. It's right. like to me, this is this is just part of the journey. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate it a lot because you know, sometimes when you're down bad and you don't know mm-hmm. if what you're doing is meant for you, then mm-hmm. someone will give you a friendly mm-hmm. kick up saying, Hey, remember that you and you started this and you're doing that. Yeah. So that support, yeah, it's definitely there. I, can't, right, I would be lying if I said it wasn't. That was my mom. My mom, like, whatever career I want, she's like, go for it. It's okay. You can do it. Like, that's one thing I appreciate. Because other mm. friends were like, oh, my parents want me to do this. I have yeah. to do I'm like, how? This is my life. Dude, yeah, it's you. You won't be here now. forever. Now oh. I'm miserable at break because I don't like what I'm doing. At least can I like what I'm doing. Thanks. Yeah, so I, I've always appreciated that about my mom. She always pushed me to do what I want. It's true. Same yeah. with my mom, actually. She, mm. like, she's like, go for it. There's no projecting mm. from her. So it's mm. like, oh, you want to? Oh, cool. I'll mm. support you. I'll find you. I'll, I'll yeah. back you. I love and that. If you do your thing and you're successful, then hey, man, that's that's more than a bonus yeah. for me. And I appreciate that about moms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aggressive. Yeah. Also, like, I remember there was a time I was going through a horrible time. And my friend, Lindue, she was like, it's fine, friend. I'm coming. And I don't know, that made like, that made me so happy. Mm. She just, and we mm. did nothing. We just chilled she and like, sat together. but I was like, I'm glad you came because yeah, it was a horrible time. So I have supportive friends too. Need that. It's just great. You can't, you can't have two-faced people or people who only want to be there. Yeah. Or don't, nice, yeah. Or they need your help or they want to like, you know what I mean? Tell you their problems all the time. Ew. Trauma dumping. What about my problems? Oh, even me, I'm struggling. <laughs> even me, I'm going through a lot Every of things. I must be solving your problems. Oh, uh. Yeah. It gets exhausting for you emotionally and mentally as well. Mm-hmm. So I have to pick up I other used people's to, That used to, like 2017, I think that was the hardest thing for me. I used, everyone used to dump everything on me and I had to take it. I couldn't, there was no boundaries with me. Mm. So I had to learn to be like, it's enough. I'm tired of your dad. I'm tired of your mom. I'm I'm tired of your boyfriends. I'm just tired. It's Leave enough. Me yeah. And yeah, you drew a line and eventually yeah. kind of became and like... Now it's like, mm, relax. <laughs> yeah, stop Go to therapy. <laughs> yeah, go that. see someone who's, who's trained <laughs> to deal with you. I feel like, okay, you come once, twice with the same problem, but every day, same problem. 
And you're the only clearly one that's speaking. Sticking. Yeah, clearly it's sticking. Go to therapy. Because it's not going. It's the same problem every single time. Very true. I very can't true. help you. And it's I also, didn't I finish my psychology degree. <laughs> yeah, I was, you were somewhere. <laughs> I was somewhere. Yeah. I was in the beginning. I was so. learning what yeah, makes I'll, things mm, up the mind yeah, sort of get messed up. All right. So, how has your writing helped you mentally? Because you're a poet or whatever. Because I'm a poet <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's been... I think it's kept me sane. Mm-hmm. Um, I started writing very casually in like grade nine in high school. Mm-hmm. Very casually. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd write things for that rhyme. I'd be like, yeah, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. I am me. Random, random shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just, just, to, <laughs> just to be creative. And then um, yeah. when I started really tapping into mental health and my emotions and really understanding who I am, I realized that I could speak a lot more to my experiences by just writing because I didn't necessarily have a therapist at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, nah, let me put pen to paper, bro. Put pen to paper, and then I started writing stories. Before I wrote poems, I wrote stories mm-hmm. about kind of how my day's gone, how I feel about a journal. Mm-hmm. Let me say a journal. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, eventually, transitioned to poetry, mm-hmm. and that was uh, a huge transition for me because there's there's a way there's there's something about poetry that just brings like calmness. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's writing uh, a haiku, a sonnet, something mm-hmm. short or long, whatever it is, there's something about it's just like yeah. breathe. Mm-hmm. And you have to think before you speak. When mm-hmm. and you have to think before you write. So poetry became a vessel for my for my emotional and mental state because mm-hmm. I couldn't talk to anyone. So let me talk to a piece of paper. Right. That was the way I approached it. And you're really good. I still have your, you. poems, your poems on my book. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I'm waiting for my brother. Okay. Yeah. 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 Make sure anxiety is okay. Make sure you're okay. What do you do? I reg- I check in with myself. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of every week, because, you know, days go by fast yeah, now. Yeah, very fast. Um, at the end of every week, you just sort of do a quick mental health check saying, you know, how are you? Are you good? Mm-hmm. What strongly affected you negatively or positively this week? Mm-hmm. That's um, good, actually. Yeah. A reflection, like, I don't know, I call it a weekly reflection. Mm-hmm. So you analyze sort of your behaviors. What what happened to you? What did you do unto others? Really try and look at your actions and your and your words mm-hmm. holistically. You're not always the victim. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's really bad, I go home. Mm. I go home, I go see my mom, my little sister, mm-hmm. my brothers, and I just kind of I kind of unwind that way because they they know how to just make everything calm. Mm-hmm. They know how to mm-hmm. how to mm-hmm. soothe, you know how to settle your mind, your body, your spirits. Mm-hmm. And I think having references like that, people who are really strong. Mm-hmm. Like my mom is for me a, a phenomenal woman because mm-hmm. she's gone through so much and she's still rising she's yeah, still waking up yeah. same with my brothers you know what i mean they're people who are like headstrong like mm-hmm. they if they want something they'll get it yeah and if they're not okay they pray they're very religious people as well i love that so all of those things help me to kind of keep myself sane as often as possible and i think knowing how to regulate my behavior and um and, and learning how to be more honest with myself has also helped you know like I'm i said always you're not always honest with myself mm. <laughs> you have to mm. be you have to be self-aware but i mean it hurts sometimes it hurts. doesn't it yeah it does but you have to because like what you said you're not always a victim absolutely mm. true um but yeah those those are some of the habits i think also writing like i said helps mm. me cope and uh and doing a lot of things now that excite me so creating content in mm-hmm. multiple ways like for example I think I so you'd be posting lately i'm like oh i'll be okay. outside oh, you be you outside know, <laughs> my insta and stuff i'm watching stories I and statuses see. Yeah. i see yeah so That's doing good. things that excite me really keep me like mm-hmm. on, on on my game i'd like to say yeah that's sort of that's sort of a big thing that's good i see you oh. you were outside yesterday was it yesterday i was boiling on tuesday yeah you outside today 
Today I was gonna uh, yeah I have to go watch um varsity football. Yeah, that's work. A, that's so outside but again. it's still outside. <laughs> it's still outside. Yeah, but we're 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 doing we're doing as as much as we can right um to make sure that we live out the purpose that we think we see for ourselves. Right. That's a big thing. Yeah. I'm super proud of you for starting this though. Like that's a huge thing. Thank you. Because it's music <laughs> that you, your single that you released uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. And now it's podcasting and obviously your project in Nimbopo is that one is stressful. <laughs> it's stressful, but. Yeah, working. I have to be a self starter in this life. Yeah, and, uh, I think I think um, that's one thing I appreciate about you that you, that you just do it, man. You go ahead and do photography. Well, they push me. Yeah, <laughs> they push me. That's what has to happen. Yeah. <laughs> they push me. But Driving yeah. forces. Nah. So yeah, I think I think I think you know, pat yourself on the back prior to your birthday. You're doing I great. Will. I'll you're do it good. next week. Okay. I'm gonna like do amazing stuff for myself next week. Ooh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Better load up those those socials, yeah. Pile it up. Yeah, not time. But yeah, no, it's, it's an absolutely amazing journey that we're on. And hopefully we keep getting higher and higher. Hopefully. It's only up from here. <laughs> absolutely. We've been down the trenches, right? Yeah. And we need to start looking up. Now, down is here. We are here. We, we can't. Just... We've been down. I'm tired of being down. Yeah. No, we have to go up. It's time to get up now. Well, that's the last question. Thank you for coming. Oh, man. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, I'm grateful to be here. Just to have a discussion with you. You know, we see each other very rarely, but I'm just very happy. Rarely. Every time we do, it's just so fun. Yeah. So I thank appreciate you. you, Levi. Thank you. Appreciate you. Love. Bye, guys. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, this is the part of the podcast where I recommend a song for this week. And the song this week is going to be a song called Life by John Vinyl. I was first introduced to this artist and song by a good friend of mine, Mahoto. I think 2018, 2019, I'm not sure, but I fell in love with the song. I love it so much. It's my favorite song. Top five for sure. So I hope you guys love it as much as I love it. Tell me how you feel about it. Leave a comment about the song and about the episode. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. I hope you come back next week. New topic, maybe a guest, maybe I'm alone. We don't know. But thank you guys. I appreciate you.